0: Welcome to episode 16 of Your Town Crime. This week, the dart hit, St. Cloud, Minnesota. We dive into the history and a true crime, like always. Find us at yourtowncrimepodcast.com. You can link to all of our socials there. Or Insta, that's where we hang out most of the time, is Your Town crime Pod? We'd like to thank, as always, podbelly.com for helping us learn how to make a podcast and also to podbean.com. They're the ones that help us get our podcast out to the people. Uh, Please give us a five-star review after you listen, and enjoy the show. Hey Shannon, how you doing?
1: I'm good. Jason, how are you? I'm good. It's I'm, late. It's a week night.
0: <laughs> I know it's Tuesday night, and we usually release these things early Tuesday, like mm-hmm. first thing, as soon as the the clock strikes midnight. Usually, the uh, or soon after, the podcast is going out. So when you all wake up Tuesday morning, got it there waiting on you. But Amanda. <laughs> uh,
1: Amanda, uh, it'll be here <laughs> in the morning it
0: yes. be Wednesday morning, or you might be able to catch it tonight if you uh, <laughs> if you stay up late, you get that little ding on your your phone a little notification <laughs> uh, so we're sorry about that we've had a <laughs> we've had a crazy life it's baseball season uh my son's playing baseball oh. it's his first year, he's five, and uh I'm the head coach, and it's just been crazy <laughs> and uh so we've been having fun though we've been watching. He's been watching The Sandlot for like two years and could not wait <laughs> to be uh, to, to be Benny the Jet for real in real life. So yes. he's number thirty like Benny. <laughs> his first uh, his first practice, he went out there in his PF flyers, blue jeans rolled up. <laughs> he's got the green baseball shirt, you know, three quarter sleeve baseball uh-huh. shirt, and had his LA Dodgers hat. I and mean, he was done up just like Benny the Jet. That's he went out so there cute. He's a pretty good hitter, pretty good fielder when he's paying attention. Uh-huh. He's five, and you know, five he'll, year olds he'll
1: get better. Yeah,
0: so uh, we had a game tonight, but uh, it's uh, it's been a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Now, how's it coaching five Stressful year olds? Stressful because it's coach <laughs> yeah. pitch. I'm yeah. the
0: cu- I'm the pitch pitcher, and um, I've got more strikeouts this year <laughs> than I want to have, and uh, that that hurts when you strike out a, a five or six year old. It's just you know their hearts. We had one cry. He just broke his heart. Man, he's a he's a good ball player, but he missed. He just they struck out, and uh, <laughs> you know it's part of the game. And he'll be okay. And he grew from it. And he learned from it. And he's been fine. That was no. pretty early in the, his first strikeout. So, <laughs> but you know, a few bad pitches. They got to learn how to just yep. take some pitches and, mm-hmm. and and not swing at bad bad pitches. And yep. And uh, I try to get them good, but it's pretty stressful. It yeah, is.
1: I would say so.
0: Yeah. So it's uh, does Mason like uh? Sandlot.
1: Yes, he loves the Sandlot. Um, his babysitter said he will just glue. Yeah. He'll just be like glue to the TV when the Sandlot's on. So, which is hilarious because yeah. he's only he's just a little over two. Yeah. So, well, loves it. Mickey yeah. Mouse Club to the Sandlot. So. Mickey Mouse. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I was. I was playing. <laughs> we we had a, a dinner a couple of weeks ago for Shannon in her honor for graduating. <laughs> I had some friends get together and had a had a. Guitar there, and I was playing guitar <laughs> for Mason and singing Mickey Mouse Clubhouse to him. And, and he UK loved it. He it. Yeah, he was <laughs> he was loving it. So yeah, it's a cool little kid. But Huck, <laughs> Huck, he loves that movie. though. He doesn't sit still. He he has to act it out. Yeah, and like rewind it and act act it out again. And I have to be the beast. And <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. But
1: uh, I need we need this recorded and put on the IG story
0: on the Instagram story. <laughs> yeah, you being the beast. You uh, being the beast. <laughs> <laughs> there's some pictures out there I'll t- I'll put it up I'll put it up with uh with us dressed up for Halloween <laughs> I guess that was I don't know if that was last year or the year before okay uh, he's been Benny for a while <laughs> and we have I've bought two pairs of PF flyers <laughs> I've bought two uh green 3 quarter sleeve baseball shirts because he gr- he's grown out of them yeah I mean, he loves the Sandlot that's awesome he's into uh he's into hook right now he's kind of he's he'll still watch the Sandlot but he's, he watches Hook. Okay. And kinda into Peter Pan right now. That's his thing. But uh Okay. It's another good movie. And he uh, oh, another movie he liked. I'm gonna tie this in. St. Cloud, Minnesota. Where we're going tonight. <laughs> uh where we're talking about uh Mighty Ducks. Oh. He got okay. into that and started watching Mighty Ducks too, D two. Uh huh. Because Benny the Jet was in D Two. Yes, right? so yes. Okay. He's like, what what? There's a, <laughs> he's in another movie? I have to watch it now. Yes. So we w- got into that for a while. But in the Mighty Ducks in the first one, they have a scene at a courtroom, and mm-hmm. that scene was shot in St. Cloud at their courthouse.
1: Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That is cool. So
0: I don't know if the indoor scenes were, but I know the outdoor, like you, if you if you go to St. Cloud and look at their courthouse, the outdoor shot was definitely uh, from St. Cloud. So okay,
1: that's a, that is cool. Yeah. Uh, oddly enough, Ron and I watched Mighty Ducks, both of them, the yeah. first one and D2. Before Christmas, I don't know why <laughs> we yeah. were just like, oh, remember this movie? And we yeah. watched it, and well, we loved that
0: was, it. Those kids are my age, like those kids. I was the same age, you know. Uh, Pacey, I'm going back to <laughs> Dawson's Creek. <laughs> uh, Josh Jackson. I think uh-huh. I've talked about him. <laughs> you maybe i maybe i man crush on, on Josh Jackson a little bit. I don't know. He's my age, and uh, uh so, but anyway, he's in that movie, <laughs> and I was like, so, and the same thing with Sandlot. Those we I mean, shot. That was when it was shot and released. I was 12 year old kids, and I was 12 years old. So.
1: Yeah. Do you remember those magazines, the teen bop magazines yeah, I, that had yeah. all the posters yeah. and stuff in it? And like if a new movie came out or.
0: Oh, yeah. Tiger Beat and teen yeah. bop. Yeah. I mean, I didn't have them, but I remember seeing them. I remember they're everywhere. You go in, uh, go in the drugstore, and there was a magazine rack, and they'd be up there. Yeah.
1: I definitely had them.
0: Yeah. Who on, was who's on the cover?
1: Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Like yeah. I remember him being on there. Um,
0: See, mine would mine would have been the girls had. It would be like Patrick Swayze and the Corey twins. Uh huh. The not tw- they're not twins. The Corey's, Feldman and Haynes.
1: Uh huh.
0: Yeah, they'd be in there. Kurt Cameron.
1: Yeah, he was on there too. What What was that show called with Kurt Cameron? The Growing and pains. Growing pains. Yeah, I had a post. Leo was of on there. Le- Leonardo yeah. was on that too. Yeah. yeah.
0: Leonardo, Luke, we're friends. <laughs> yeah. Leo. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway,
1: this is going
2: weird. <laughs>
1: so,
0: uh, I'm letting all my man crushes out tonight. Evidently, <laughs> I don't know. No. All right. Um, what else?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Baseball, school, work. It's been fun. It's yes, been busy.
0: It's been busy, and we just about missed a week, but we found some time. Yes. Hopefully, we'll have enough time to get this thing edited before y'all wake up in the morning.
1: So, what is in Saint Cloud, Jason?
0: Saint Cloud, Minnesota. We'll just start right here. The population is about 70,000, give or take a few thousand. Um, but the urban area around it has got about 120,000 people. So, pretty big area. Mm-hmm. It spans the uh, spans the Mississippi River, uh, both sides of Mississippi River, and is part of three different counties. And uh, it is the county seat of Stearns County. And the, the courthouse, the county courthouse, like I said, was in D2. So that's mm-hmm. that's what I was talking about. It's named for uh, St. Cloud, France, which was named after the 6th century monk. Um, and it, there's more tied to that, and I'll talk about that in just a minute, about the, the why it's called St. Cloud and why it has reference to France. It's 65 miles northeast of the Twin Cities, and uh, the Native American tribes are there—the Ottawa, uh, the Ojibwe, and the Winnebago—and they were there uh, when when the European settlers got there and first made trade uh, with them in the area. And I'll talk a little bit about them just a little bit later. Uh, all right, Minnesota. Talking about the state itself was organized as a territory in 1849 st cloud opened to settlers in 1851 so uh it's right like i said it's right on the mississippi river and there's a lot of trade in this area there's a lot of fur trappers in the area from um from the area john wilson from maine he was uh he was french from his french huguenot ancestry and that's why it was named st cloud he named it after the Paris suburb where Napoleon, who he was into, is really into Napoleon stuff. Um, that's where he Napoleon's favorite palace was. Was in Saint Cloud, so he's Oh, okay. So I'm I will name this Saint Cloud after hmm. Napoleon's favorite palace. Or the city where Napoleon's favorite palace was. Uh they trade with the Matisse traders and that's I might not be saying that right. That's <laughs> the French pronunciation and we've already gone over that last week <laughs> and yeah my wife didn't correct me i didn't say crepes right even when i tried but i didn't <laughs> try very hard so but yeah she did she she just <laughs> blurted it out and i was like oh you're listening to the podcast so but um uh, those people the traders are uh the, the matisse if i'm saying that right the the, the metis Met, whatever however you say it it's um. Uh, it's a mix between the indigenous people and French and European settlers. Okay. So they were, uh, there was a strong presence of them, and they traded a lot. And they would come to St. Cloud, uh, to that area, to, to sell their, their whatever they had, and bring back stuff. You know, they'd trade for things that they needed.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: St. Cloud was incorporated in 1856 from three different settlements that were in the area where St. Cloud is today, of course. Um, Upper Town, or it's also called Arcadia, was plotted by General Sylvanus Lowry. He was a slaveholder from Kentucky, and he brought slaves with him um, in Minnesota when it when it was chartered. Um, it was organized as free, so he brought them anyway. So Lowry was Saint Cloud's first mayor, and he was attacked in the print by Jane Swisshelm. Um, and he didn't like it, so he formed uh, the Committee of Vig- Vigilance. And they broke into her office and got her press, her printing press, out of there, broke it up, and threw it into the Mississippi River.
1: Oh, gosh.
0: Yeah. Great guys. <laughs> so, And then Lowry started his own rival paper called The Union. Yeah. A little irony there <laughs> a little bit later. You know, we have the Civil War and the uh, Union yeah. fighting against slavery. And he was for it, so... Anyway, I think that's kind of funny that he called it the Union. Didn't last too long. But anyway, 1857, uh, the Dred Scott ruling said slaves could uh, could not file for freedom suits. It said the Missouri Compromise was unconstitutional and that the prohibition of slavery was unenforceable. And then right after that, the Civil War started not too long after that, and uh, most, of, most of the Southerners that were in Minnesota they left and went back south. Right. Uh, he stayed and died in eighteen sixty five, excuse me eighteen sixty five so he made it through the war up there but he uh I guess his slaves were free right all right so uh then they had middletown, which was uh from was a mix of Catholic well not a mix it was mostly Catholic German immigrants and uh, the reason why they were Catholics from Germany. Uh, immigrants that were there uh, was because of father francis xavier piers uh, he was from what's slovenia today uh, and he was born in 1785 and uh, he became a priest and wanted to do missions and had read about and heard about some other missionaries uh, that were ministering to the native american people in, in the u.s and he wanted to go so in 1835 he came to the u.s and in the spring of 1852 he made it to the Minnesota territory.
1: That is wild that yeah. he heard about that he heard in about 1852.
0: That, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he uh he he made it to the guy between 1835 and 1852. He made it to the guy that he had read about in Wisconsin and then ended up in, in doing his own thing in Minnesota in
1: 1852.
0: Wow. And uh yeah, so he he set up his headquarters in the Crow Wing uh town, village, and that's just north of St. Cloud and you can find that. There's not a whole lot there anymore. Uh, it didn't look like I didn't really look at it. I just know it's north of St. Cloud. Um, he worked with the Ottawa and Ojibwa people, uh, and they called him the old man, uh, called him old man black gown. That's what they called him because oh. that's, well, that's what he wore. That's what he wore all the time. And uh, he was getting pretty old at this time, you know. Um, but they would, all oh, this is funny, they would steal his socks and use them as a remedy for rheumatism. <laughs> so, I mean, they like, they, they sell the holiness of him or they, uh, they knew he was special. Uh huh. And they revered him as special and listened to him. And, and there was already, um, um, missionaries there that were, that were ministering to these people and they were, uh, receptive. And, uh, so they let, they let old man blackgown in there and stole his socks <laughs> and would make remedies. And I, I don't know. I just think that's a cool story. Um,
1: you know st- you've made it when people people steal, steal your, your socks. socks yeah, <laughs>
0: you're highly revered if people are stealing your socks yes. to to treat rheumatism. <laughs> <laughs> well, he he liked the area and he started promoting the area in a German American uh, newspaper in, down in Ohio. It was a Catholic newspaper for German German speaking people. In 1855, the first wave of settlers came, and um, he's like, I need more priests. Mm-hmm. I need some nuns, nuns here. We have people. We have kids here now. We need some teachers, so they brought in the nuns. Uh, they need more priests. In 1863, he was seventy seventy eight years old, and he sailed back to Europe. Seventy eight years old, he sailed back to Europe. Now, it's not like this was easy, right? I and mean, this is 1863, which was right in the middle of the Civil War, too.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He's like, okay, uh, there's more important things going on in the war. We gotta, we we need some help, so he. Goes from Minnesota to the coast, some you know. However, they did that back then. Yeah, uh, and then gets on a ship and goes back, and uh, and he he tries to recruit more priests to Minnesota, and he did. He brought back several with him, and uh, several of the people he brought back with him have cities named after him now. So they're okay. um, big influence in Minnesota. And um, 1871 he retired. 1873 he sailed back to Europe, back to Slovenia, uh, and lived lived in a a monastery there and his mind was failing and he would have people take him uh, to different Indian missions. He'd hail a cab and Mm -hmm. be like, Hey, take me to so-and-so Indian mission. And they would drive him around a couple blocks and he'd forget what he was doing. And they'd take him back and he'd be happy Mm -hmm. and uh, satisfied. So he did that for a while. And then, um, he died in January 22nd of 1880 at 94 years old. So the guy lived a, a big life and, uh, you know served went, a lot. served a lot yeah and went had a you know it's not something that was easy to do back then uh travel from one country to another and then went to an unsettled place and met with with people who who didn't speak Eng- his language. i mean he was speaking he didn't you know wasn't fluent in english really i guess he was fluent but he wasn't what well, his first language and, right and definitely didn't speak the native american languages and and prospered and now uh well, his, the cemetery was buried in. It was destroyed in 1955 by the Communist Party of Yugoslavia, and they still don't know where his remains are. Mm. So that's kind of sad. Mm-hmm. But his, uh, there's a lot of cities named after him, or a few cities named after him, and there's statues all over Minnesota and a couple in, in Europe. Um, his letters and artifacts are in museums. Uh, they named a school after him, the St. Francis Xavier School. It's an elementary school, and it's in Minnesota, and uh, so that's 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 pretty neat. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of history. Uh, there's the uh, Native Americans still still talk about him and still know who he is, you know, till t- uh, today. And and people around the area evidently still know who he is.
1: That's awesome. He was efficient.
0: Yeah, he did a lot. And he yeah. was and brought in more priests and brought in and nuns and and you know. You know whatever your religious, religious uh, background is. I mean, he, the nuns were there to help the the, the schools and, and and teach kids and and you know I'm sure the Native American things changed. You know they probably did some not so great things trying to change them and and socialize them and get them from being savages. I'm mm-hmm. sure they thought they were savages, but it sounded like he was he was more helpful to him than than. Than most people. Well,
1: they, I mean, they wanted a sock. They respected him. Yeah, they wanted a <laughs> sock. So he,
0: he worked with them and lived among them instead of you know trying to run them off and and treat them like savages. Right. So
1: like how, like how
0: most of the we've Americans, we've heard, yeah. right? Yeah. And you know that did happen to these people. They did get put in reservations and stuff later, but it wasn't because of him. I uh, see. So that was what was that? Middletown. Mm-hmm. All right. So and then there's Lower Town. Getting back to the three different areas. And these people were from, uh, were also from New England and uh, the Mid Atlantic states, but they, were, they weren't German Catholics. Uh, St. Cloud is called the Granite City. And it's called that because there's been granite quarries there since the 1880s. And the second largest wall on earth is in St. Cloud. There's the Great Wall of China. Okay. And then there's a wall around the prison in St. Cloud.
1: Oh And gosh. it's made
0: out of granite, of course, cuz it's the granite city, and it was built by prisoners. And uh
1: Is this a big prison? It's a, like Yes, yeah, it's, maximum, a, it's security? A maximum
0: security. It's a big prison. And um yeah, I don't the the walls it's, pre, it's pretty long. you can I've looked at it from from Street View and Google Earth and it's it's a pretty big, pretty big wall. Hmm. And uh some guys climbed it and they they escaped. Huh. Uh well,
1: if for it's second, granite, maybe second, they could yeah. just pick it and I don't make know a what spot. they,
0: did. <laughs> uh, they get, I don't know what they did, but they did get over it and they the warden said there was a few spots they needed to fix up, but from the outside it looks like you don't want to be sure like I don't want to be stuck in there. Oh gosh. Want to do the right thing. It's a big wall. Uh, um, yeah, So, that's the it's called the Granite City and I think there's some some parks you can go to, some of the old mines uh, and swim in some of the some of the old mines
1: and That's cool. Yeah.
0: And uh, we're getting some notable people like we always do. Uh, Janice Edel, um, she's a middle to long distance runner from back in the 80s. Uh, She was in the U.S. Olympic Trials five times for marathon.
1: Now, how close is St. Cloud to Twin Cities? Twin Cities,
0: 65 miles.
1: Okay, because Twin Cities is a huge area for runners. Like they have the Twin Cities Marathon, which is something I want to participate in sometime because it's nice know. and flat well let's go <laughs> yes. Emily,
0: that'll be maybe that'll be emily's first marathon after pre- baby
1: yeah um post baby post yeah post baby <laughs> she's not running <laughs> since doing four weeks i don't think she's gonna be running <laughs> marathon. no uh, but it's like a huge running community there there's right. a lot of like really really good fast long distance runners
0: well maybe she'll be there maybe she she won it in 1985
2: that's cool so okay
0: she she may be there, and she was Olympic time trial. She didn't, I don't think, it didn't say she made it, then, but she was, if she's fast enough to, to be in the, the, the trials. She's I'm going to
1: look this up real quick, but I'm pretty sure Kara Goucher is from Twin Cities. Really? Yeah. Do you know her?
0: I know, I do. She is, uh, when, I, when I did run five, five plus years, five years ago plus, a couple of years there, she was on the Nike app.
1: Hello. Um, she oh, talked yeah. Talk to me. Uh, no, she was today. from Queens, New York. <laughs> <No. Okay>. Close, <laughs> uh, but she's ran in the Twin Cities race several times. This uh, okay. says. I'm so sure. maybe that's where um I got that. I think I follow
0: her on Twitter. Maybe I don't know. I followed some runners for my wife, so I could say, yeah. "Hey, look what they put."
1: She was one of my favorite runners um, when I first started running. Anyway. Yeah.
0: Yeah, anyway. she's she's motivated me a time or two. Yeah, and
1: she is the one who put Alberta Salazar out on the map for his uh, drug stuff that he was having his athletes do. You know, he was over the Nike, oh yeah, team, and he he's in he's not the Nike coach anymore, but he would drug them and or not drug them like like he was raping them, but he was like giving them testosterone and hormones and stuff to make them faster. And he, she had came out and said he uh, would reduce her calories because the lighter you are, the faster you are. And right. so, even though she was super thin and like an Olympic athlete and won a bunch, there was just still a lot of pressure. Right. And I think four months after she had her baby, she was running Boston or New York marathon, wow. and she looked amazing. But she said that he wanted her to take medicine and all this stuff. So anyway, it's not fair. To take drugs and race. It's not fair to everybody else who has to do it naturally. So she's against it, and she was one of the first people to call him out. Now there's a big, I think it's still under investigation. So anyway.
0: Yeah. Uh, June Marlowe was another famous person from the St. Cloud. I didn't know her name, didn't recognize it, but I know who she is. She's Miss Crabtree on our gang, the Little Rascals, from way back in the 20s and 30s she was miss miss crabtree and my son found like some old tapes of <laughs> our game some vhs tapes and um, we have a vhs player still we've got a vcr vhs player, vcr and uh so he found those and watched them and he know. loves, loves alfalfa he like and wants to stick his hair up like alf- alfalfa <laughs> and but, but yeah he likes our game some other people there of course it's minnesota all right, so hockey's big in Minnesota of course, yes. so we've got some NHL players. Uh-huh. We've got Mike Sauer and Nate Nate Smith who both uh, were played in the NHL. Okay. So
1: I do not follow hockey, I so don't either. I have no idea. I don't either But that sounds amazing. I know
0: who uh, yeah. I know who a few of people are.
1: And hockey's crazy. A crazy yeah. sport. You have to be really tough.
0: Yeah, knoxville has <laughs> got a team, so uh, we've mm-hmm. we've been up there and saw it a few times and uh so it's getting bigger. Yeah, and the national predators. Yeah, they were pretty real, good. Yeah, mm-hmm. been real good. Yeah, well, they won. Won it.
1: Carrie Underwood's husband played right. hockey. There you go. <laughs> yep,
0: I know. You know, I know a little <laughs> bit about it, but not much. And it's a, uh, but it is a cool sport. Uh, Jane Swisshelm. I talked about her earlier. She's a newspaper lady. Uh, there she was also a nurse during the civil war and saved like there was one time she didn't have any any doctors or assistants like surgeons or assistants with her there's like 100 100 i think it said 162 excuse me if that's not exact over 100 men that were wounded after a battle and like all of them survived and she was like the only one really like she was the person in charge and and got them fixed up and and so that's that's pretty good
1: that sounds chaotic yeah
0: (laughs) she was a nurse and nurse you can read more about her she had some other crazy things and you can okay. get into that if you want to but she lived an interesting life yeah. and was a very strong lady mm-hmm. um, she ran a newspaper stuck up for what she believed in and you know the 1860s that's a uh, that's pretty tough right. so uh well, there's that gig young he's an academy award winning actor and i looked at his picture and i kind of recognize him i've seen the mo- the movie he won uh his academy, academy award for uh supporting actor was that uh, they shoot horses don't they That's the name of the movie <laughs> and i believe i've seen it or at least seen parts of it it's a it's teacher's pet
1: a, isn't that famous what's that's that teacher's pet
0: teacher's pet yeah i feel yeah, like i've heard yeah, of that that's famous too he i was think in... he got nominated for something he maybe that or another one but he uh uh, they Shoot Horses, Don't They, it was a dance marathon movie, and I believe I've seen that. There's, I, I've got something in my head about that movie, and I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> it. Or I, I came across it and watched it for a second and thought, this is wild. <laughs> but he won an Academy Award for it. He was also the inspiration for Stephen King's 1408. Oh. Uh. Yeah, so it's getting a little creepy right now. Uh, a little true crime. He, uh, the, he inspired Stephen King after he... Uh, killed his fifth wife in a murder-suicide. He was in room 1402 in uh, in a room in New York. I can't remember the hotel. Uh, But Stephen King asked a bellboy bellboy who told him it was 1408. So -hmm. that's how it got mixed up. But anyway, he killed his wife, his fifth wife, like three weeks after they got married.
2: Oh, my. Killed
0: her and himself. So that's a... that's crazy. Oh my god. That's wild. But he he was he's from uh from St. Cloud, so uh, there's that. He
1: there's, was sixty five at the time and she was thirty one.
0: Yeah, it was his fifth marriage. He was a movie mm-hmm. star, so he was speaking of Leo. <laughs> <laughs> so also, uh we haven't talked about we, we talk about this show a lot. Especially when we're in Wisconsin <laughs> and in the the Midwest, uh, Northern Midwest. Fargo uh-huh. is right on the border, of yes. North Dakota and Minnesota. And Ewan McGregor's character, uh-huh. and his characters, him uh-huh. and his twin brother. That just felt weird.
2: To, uh, yes, my
0: brain just did something weird. When I, <laughs> his twin brother, which is him. But anyway, they they're from in the show. They're from St. Cloud. Okay, that's their hometown. That's cool. So there's a tie into Fargo again. Okay. In case y'all aren't tired of hearing it, but uh, but you
1: should watch it. You
0: should watch it if you haven't. Then you'll know. You're like, oh man, no wonder they talk about this <laughs> show all the time. So, but that's a uh, that's it. Okay.
1: All it's right.
0: Not, I, I want to say it. I almost said it. Don't say it Don't, yet. I'm not gonna say it.
1: <laughs> uh, Just say it. <laughs>
0: that's St. Cloud in a nutshell.
1: <laughs> okay, so. In doing some research, I found a few different stories, and you saw one, too, about um, yeah, the vampire, the vampire murder. Um, but I wanted to do something that wasn't the top, you know, the top searcher, you know, up there. So in August 1967, 20 minutes from St. Cloud at Pearl Lake, the Hoskins family resided on a secluded farm. David Hoskin and... David Hoskins and his wife Loretta shared four children together. They were married on Valentine's Day 1959.
2: That's
1: sweet. Yes, and they had just got home from church um, in August. They had just got home from church where David was a deacon and they um, he was very uh, involved in church. So it was approximately 10 p.m. Um, and David was getting the older children settled in bed and Loretta was feeding their seven-week-old baby Around twelve thirty, a few hours later, teenagers that were down the road noticed a large fire and it was almost like a orange glow. Like they noticed it from several miles away. So, you know, it had to be huge. Right. Um, they the teenagers drove down the road to find the Hoskin house, barn and garage up in flames. The teens heard David's screams, went and searched for him, found him tied in between clothesline poles in a crucifixion pose. Hmm. So he was screaming blood everywhere. Blood was everywhere because he had been shot in the shoulder and the side. Twice. Yes. So he was shot twice tied to this in between a clothesline. Like I'm just trying to picture what this scene looked like. House on fire, barn on fire, poor teenagers are probably freaking out. You know, this man also, he is watching this fire and knows his family's in there. Oh, my goodness. And so yeah. that's devastating, you know, that that's happening. Um, when authorities arrived, David stated that there was a band of intruders, about four to five men who infiltrated his home and wanted to, quote, play soldier. I don't really know what that means. <laughs> I don't know if they so were. Weird. Yeah. I'm Play really soldier. Sh- yes. <laughs> we're going to come in and, wow. Yeah, I'm not the really kind of sure. That was a quote, though. It said, wanted to play soldier. Um, So I don't know. After they shot him and tied him to the poles, they set the house on fire, the garage, and the barn, um, which David then had to watch helplessly as his family was inside and seeing everything burn to the ground. But according to an article in the Daily News, a man who had vital information came forward to the authorities The man stated that his wife, Esther Beckman, who was 24 at the time, had been having an affair with David for over a year.
0: Old Deacon David. Yes. So, he,
1: David, Mm -mm, said this stuff happened. I mean, he shot twice. He's crucified between a a clothesline and he is having an affair with Esther.
0: It's not good, David.
1: No, not good. Not good when you um, have to talk to the authorities. So, of course, the authorities asked David about the affair, if he was having one, and he denied it. 24 hours later, David admitted to authorities that he, in fact, did kill his wife by shooting her while she was on the couch. He He said he shot her, and he poured gasoline in and around the house and set it on fire. After shooting himself... He turned, the, I mean, I don't know Twice. what plan he had. Like, I don't know how he was able to shoot himself in the that shoulder was, yeah. and his side and then go tie himself up, like, <laughs> in a pose like that. And mm-hmm. I don't know.
0: Well, I guess that was his plan. <laughs>
1: I mean, but what if you don't survive? Like, what uh, a terrible plan. You're just, well, I mean. I well,
0: maybe Maybe that was his plan, not to survive. He didn't want to survive, but he had to make it to the clothesline and bleed out. But he was screaming, so maybe not. You know, like if I if this happens, they won't blame it on me. And (laughs) but it won't really matter. I'll still be looked good. You know, I'll still people won't know my secrets. Yeah. If I die like this, they'll think it was. But he did scream. Yeah,
1: he was screaming.
0: He might be figured out. He wasn't dying. Like yeah. Well or regretted it he did try to
1: plead um, insanity Um, and half the jurors jurors, like ruled with that and half of them didn't but he was eventually convicted of five counts of second degree murder and third degree for the kids he got the maximum 40 years in prison and he was freed that was the max yeah that was the max for that um since it's not first it was second and third that's the max in minnesota at that time Mm. um he was freed though after only serving 20 years in prison that sounds i'm baffled like with the last two episodes we've had Two just men have, out. yeah, like, let's, oh, he didn't mean to. Yeah,
0: they just snapped.
1: Yeah, I'm like, what? He killed his whole family. Like, how crazy do you have to be? Like, I mean, what more do you have to, no, I mean, we don't need to know. But, yeah, was, like, he needs to be in prison until right. the till the day he died. But he got out after only serving 20 years in prison, and he died at the age of 57 years old in 1995. But he died outside prison. Right. So, a free man. He died yeah. a free
0: man after causing all that pain. And
1: but from the Daily suffering. News article, his heart—like he had trouble with his heart in it. So probably the guilt of life and stuff. I hope. I hope gave yeah. him trouble.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's that's a rough one.
1: Yeah. So, but I was like, wow, this poor guy. And then I just kept reading and was yeah. like, oh my gosh, no, I know. <laughs> an
0: I know. affair. What you feel like. Yeah, that's awful. Mm
2: -hmm. Man,
0: just just don't understand people. That's why why I've said it many times. You know, that's why we're into true crime. We're like, we can't understand why people do what they do. Mm -mm. And we just keep trying to understand it. And it's fascinating that people can break that, break like that, and we want to know why. Just, uh...
1: Yeah, and I just feel feel bad for the families that have to, you know, see this guy get out after only serving 20 years killing his own kids and his wife and seven week old baby which i did read i don't know if this is true or not but i did read on a couple of different articles that said um his wife knew about the affair when she was pregnant and you know had the baby and stuff and then they had talked about divorce and so i don't know if that's what led but yeah
0: go through all all that and then dying like she did that was just just nobody deserves that. Mm-mm. No. Nobody. All right, well, that was a tough one, Shannon.
2: That
1: is tough. I know. I Anytime did, uh, you talk about kids, it's rough.
0: I know it. I did, uh, I did forget to mention something. Okay. And I'm uh, delighting it a little bit. Well, delighting it a lot after yeah. that. This is not serious at all. The thing I forgot, St. <laughs> Cloud has his own Superman, or has had. Their own Superman, the Saint Cloud Superman, okay, stood outside a Dairy Queen or close to a Dairy Queen, you know, or you know, around that area for like twenty years. They would find him out there, and uh, <laughs> yeah, he uh, evidently got in some trouble. Like there's, you can find Reddit posts about him. It's kind of like an urban legend, myth kind of thing, like uh, a Bigfoot. Not, not, I wouldn't say a myth. I mean, there's pictures of him. You can go online and find pictures of him. So it's not a myth, but like an urban legend for sure. People don't know if he's crazy. There's different stories about, you know, in the 90s he was he was like really buff and looked like Superman and like had the, uh, not like the new Superman, like the old Christopher Reeves, like the, the curly, mm-hmm. like the, the, the curl.
1: The piece that came down the yeah, middle. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, in his
0: forehead, he had like <laughs> that. Uh, but the pictures I saw, he did not look <laughs> like Superman. He was.
1: He dubbed <laughs> himself the Superman. He ate,
0: ate a lot of ice cream. It looked uh. like. Uh, while he was standing there being Superman, and uh, evidently he got in some trouble. From what I hear, uh, one of the things I read said he was he they, he was ra- waving a Confederate flag, uh, saying some pretty bad stuff, and oh. uh, got in trouble and kind of quieted down after that. But he had a website that takes you nowhere now. Uh, but he had a website <laughs> for a while, like so. Um, so I'm sure if you're from from Saint Cloud, listening to this, you go Really, he brought up Saint <laughs> Cloud Superman. I sure did. <laughs> uh, didn't take take too much to dig deep, uh, uh, too much of a dive to, to find that. But uh, that's
1: hilarious. Yeah, well, that is we pretty funny. We probably have some people like that in our town.
0: Yeah, I've seen some old pictures of. Uh, there was a guy called the Goat Man, and he had a a wagon here. Was, it was before our time. Okay, uh, but he had a wagon like our parent, my parents' time, like when they were kids in the '60s, '50s, '60s. Um, but he would had a wagon that was pulled by goats, and he was just this, like, old hermit. Just, <laughs> just this old guy that would travel from town to town, and he had stuff, and he'd sell it and barter and, and get food and stuff. And uh, I heard somebody said, I remember every time he came, every summer he'd come through here, and he stunk. <laughs> of course, he lived Aww. with goats. Yeah. So, <laughs> goats don't smell very good. How weird. Then we, had, we used to have another guy that would sit on the corner uh, over by the baseball complex. Uh-huh. And uh you remember him with a donkey and like preach and
2: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That? I <laughs> do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe every oh town's got got <laughs> somebody sure they like do. that. That's interesting. He'd
0: stand there and preach and have signs every once in a while yep. and yell at cars when uh-huh. they pass by. Yeah. And everybody knew who he was and just wave <laughs> and there's the, the crazy guy on the corner. Oh,
1: uh, yeah. yep, I do so, remember that actually.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so he was dressed up like Superman though. Uh, Small towns, you got to miss, you got to love stuff like that. Yeah. All right, so um, let me tell you some places you can go. Uh, Well, if you end up in St. Cloud, you got anything else? I don't think so. Yeah, there's there's just a few places I'll mention. Uh, There's a couple gardens, the Munsinger Gardens, the Clemens Gardens, Um, just things I found on TripAdvisor. You can go find the same things there if you want to. Uh, Beaver Island Brewing Company, Lake George, uh, Beaver Island Trails, uh, some other places if you want to go eat I'm, I'm just gonna this is also just help some maybe help some restaurants there of course you can find it on TripAdvisor. there's an app for this <laughs> Cody moon grill uh, star of india old brick house white horse those are all restaurants in st cloud uh, the top those are the top four so like i said you'll be able to find those easier on TripAdvisor. but uh go check them out go check out st cloud it looks like a pretty cool town uh 2019 it was voted like one of the best places to live or friendly cities or something mm. like that and uh it looked really pretty yeah mm-hmm. it's just a nice town and uh, uh if you go to the it's, like i said 65 miles northeast on the interstate right on the mississippi river i follow the mm-hmm. mississippi river when i got there i was like i got on google earth and i followed the mississippi river all the way to where it starts
1: you are such a nerd, Jason. It took forever. <laughs> it winds.
0: Like I was like, I gotta be in Canada by now. I gotta be. And it, just it does. Winds. I
1: saw a picture of it. It, and it winds was, so much,
0: mm-hmm. and then it comes back into Minnesota, and and I found where the headwaters are and all that. Just, <laughs> yeah, I was laying in bed the other night, <laughs> sort of like fifteen minutes scrolling up the Mississippi River on Google Earth. <laughs> yep. I'm a nerd. That's why we have this podcast. That's how it because I do stuff like that. I'm not the only one. There's people like there's I found <laughs> you ever zoomed in on try to find islands in the Pacific or Caribbean or anywhere.
2: I
1: can't say that I have I, I have Googled Earth My Own House and yeah, then I've like travel I use Google, like, yeah. But no.
0: I've used Google Earth a lot for work just uh-huh. to wanna know where, where property lines are and just where things are.
1: Uh-huh.
2: I
0: can see street view it's really very handy for finding utilities in the road and stuff yeah well, there's a manhole and uh, of course <laughs> i got maps for it but it's just nice to see and link it so right you know, we've got all that stuff that integrates together now but anyway <laughs> it's a different story but yeah. uh i know there's some other people out there that there get is. on google earth and just uh
2: <laughs> yeah
0: they, they go to it i've yeah it's neat you can learn a lot
1: it is it's fun okay. being a nerd
0: where are we gonna go next? Are we gonna? I think you're gonna get to throw this time. Okay. Did I throw? Yeah, uh, I threw last time. Okay. I got through the last two times. Should
1: actually. I aim for something? I
0: don't know. If you aim for something, you're gonna hit the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> All right, Shannon threw the dart. She hit the Atlantic Ocean
2: <laughs> twice, twice,
0: <laughs> and then the Gulf of Mexico. So, but she finally hit dry land and where'd you go
1: in hancock maryland
0: hancock maryland and a quick search says that it's got about
1: <laughs> which is completely completely different <laughs> from where i was trying to go
0: but not too far from the Atlantic Ocean
1: <laughs>
2: not no. too far
0: <laughs> she's right-handed so she's <laughs> she's on the, the right coast i guess but, uh, the quick search is about 1500 people in this town so it's a small town uh, we've had a couple big towns uh, lately, so it's nice to get back in the smaller, mm-hmm. real small, fifteen. Yeah, hundred is not much at all. So, but we did find some interesting things, and we'll try to bring you all a, a good episode in a week. Yep. Um, hopefully, we'll get this one done before, but it'll be out out Tuesday morning when you wake up. You'll be ready for it. Uh, if not, we'll get it as soon as we can. But appreciate y'all's patience, patience, and uh, thank you all for listening. Go uh, give us a five star review and a and a written uh review that would uh-huh. be great like
1: share and subscribe yeah
0: and we appreciate it um go check out the uh the dad show no dad timeout podcast excuse me go mm-hmm. check out the dad time timeout podcast it's, uh one of my buddies has got a podcast I've talked about him before also shared on instagram a, a uh, about another podcast that was released yesterday actually a friend of ours uh, that was right here, in the same town as us. Uh, he doesn't live here anymore. He is going on to bigger, bigger things. Of course, if you listen to this podcast, you'll be like, yeah, he, <laughs> he didn't record this <laughs> in Jason's basement. <laughs> that is for sure. Uh, but the name of that podcast is. Lime. No, Lime Town was the first one. Okay, He did do Lime Town. If you've heard of that, this dude that we know did Lime Town. Which was so good. It and was. I listened
1: to that one like at least he, it was. Uh, it's been over a year.
0: Yeah, so I listened to it too. Uh, Shannon didn't even know that we knew the guy that he was from here. Yeah, um, but uh, I graduated high school with his brother and all that kind of stuff. But
1: that's uh, so cool. Yeah,
0: and now he's doing big things. But he's the creator of Limetown. Town. He's also the creator of the new show, which is called Shipworm. Okay. And it's really good. It's like a it's like a motion picture. Well, it's not a motion picture. It's like a movie for your ears. Right. Fiction. <laughs> it's fiction. Yeah, and it's a story, and it sounds. Just like you're listening to a movie.
1: It does. It really stupid.
0: does. Right. So if you're listening to this, you know, you're into podcast already and you enjoy podcast. Um, obviously, if you're listening to us, uh, and uh, it's kind of like Q-Code, if y'all listening to the Q-Code mm-hmm. stuff. It's kind of like that, um, but I I think it's better. Yeah. And uh, so give them a listen, Ship uh, Shipworm, and uh, I enjoyed it a lot. I listened to it all the way through. I had some time uh, by myself yesterday. Uh, I was working in my shop, getting some stuff done, and and listened to all of it in, in one sitting, and it was great.
1: And so, listen to Limetown. Yeah, go back cause and listen really to because it's really good too. And It's a series. It's mm-hmm. a series
0: that goes over uh, one season, and Jessica Biel played uh, the lead character uh-huh. in that in a in a show. I think Facebook, Facebook TV. When right. that was, if that's still a thing, I don't know, but I think somebody picked it up. Yeah, they did. It might be on Peacock that. now. Mm-hmm. Maybe check it out. You can find it online. But Jessica so Biel cool. was involved, so. You know, like Hollywood's getting involved. This has got to be some good stuff. Like this yeah. dude's, he's doing good. So that's awesome. Promoting another podcast, promoting pr- promoting people we know. Uh, he's doing good stuff. So not that job, he Zach needs it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is the, number, the day that it was released, it was the number one fiction podcast on on yeah. Apple Podcasts. So
1: he needs to give us some tips. Then.
0: Yeah, advertising, and you know, yeah. he's they're they've got a production studio and all that, so they know what they're doing. That's so cool. They have te- a team of people. I like it. yeah it's awesome so give it a listen uh thank you all for listening to us and we'll see you all next week Okay,
2: see Bye. you next
1: week